In 2020, Joe Chumley was a stressed out, overworked dad in his mid-30s, struggling to keep his business afloat, having had to lay off many of his employees. He wasn't happy with the weight gain that had come with his fast-paced and demanding lifestyle. He decided he had put fitness and diet on the back burner for too long, and it was then that he discovered the life-changing benefits of making going to the gym as well as incorporating fitness into his everyday life a priority. As a busy entrepreneur and now dad of four, today he shares his inspiring perspective and journey that has helped him lose weight, regain his youthful energy and zest for life, as well as helped him become even more successful in business and family life. Welcome to the Fueled and Fit Podcast, where fitness and nutrition meet motherhood. My name is Janae Wise, otherwise known as the Fit Mom Coach. I'm a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, yoga teacher, mom of eight, and military wife. This is a podcast for busy moms like you and is all about helping you maximize your fitness and optimize your nutrition. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here and hope our time together will be beneficial to you. Before we get started, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at the Fit Mom Coach. I post regularly on my stories and love interacting with followers through my stories or DMs. I would love to see you there. I also have a YouTube channel that you might be interested in, which is just my name, Janae Wise, where I share free short format yoga flows and other workouts. I would also love to see you there. Now, on to the show. Hi, and welcome to episode 17 of the Fueled and Fit podcast. I am so glad you're here. Today, I'll be sharing an interview that I was able, privileged actually, to to have with Joe Chumley. He's a kindred spirit, a fellow fitness warrior, and he has so many wonderful insights to share. I'm really excited to share the interview with you. Before we jump in, I wanted to just say, because of my morning sickness the last month, has been rough as well as some sicknesses that my family has gone through. So I I just share that on a kind of a personal note. I've mentioned this before, but I am just one person doing a podcast. I also am an online coach. I also do in-person personal training. Right now I am working with a lot of clients and I also have a large family. So I have a lot on my plate. I so enjoy doing this podcast. I appreciate your patience with me. Last week, I was not able to get an episode out. And in full disclosure, this next month may be a little bit bumpy for me because my three-year-old will be off break. He goes to a Japanese preschool and they have pretty much a month off during March and the first week of April. So until my childcare situation can get a little more stable, 
I'm not sure how consistent I can be in getting a weekly podcast out, but I will do my best. Also, I'm wrapping up the last week of my Accelerate group training program. It's been an awesome experience with these ladies. There are just a handful of them. That's how I like it. That's how I want my group training experience to be. I want it to feel intimate and personal so that I can give each one of my ladies more one-on-one attention than they might otherwise get if the group was larger. I wanted to let you know, if you're interested, that the next session of Accelerate will start April 17th and run through June 10th. So I just wanted to let you know about it because it most likely will be the last session that I'll run this year. I am also doing a private Accelerate group training program for a business. So right now, as I mentioned, uh, I'm pretty busy with clients. And as I get closer to my due date, which is this summer, beginning of August, I will be scaling back. So this is the last session I'll be doing likely for this year. So the next session will probably not be until January of 2024. So if you've been thinking kind of on the fence, curious, wondering, should I do it? You can check out the information for my Accelerate program by going to JanaeWise.com slash Accelerate. The pre-launch registration will open March 8th and go through the 13th. And the pre-launch, I offer a really big discount. It's the biggest discount um, that I offer. And it's $125 off. And then registration at full price will open March 15th. I will leave registration open until April 5th or until all the spots are filled. So if you are interested in my Accelerate 8-week group training program, again, you can get all the details on my website, janaywise.com accelerate. You can sign up there for pre-launch registration, which as mentioned before, if you register during the pre-launch, you can get $125 off the registration price. So check that out if you are interested. Okay, now on to the interview. Before we go into the interview, I want to, again, reiterate how much I look up to Joe as a person. And he has done such a remarkable job with incorporating fitness into his everyday life. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the interview. By way of intro, Joe is a 37-year-old husband, father of four daughters, and a busy entrepreneur who is finding creative ways to get his workouts in by any means possible. And if you follow him on Instagram, I will put his Instagram handle in the show notes. But it's so fun to follow him on Instagram because he shares videos of himself doing his workouts all over town. He'll do it behind a Rite Aid. He'll do it in a park. 
he does it in the most random spots and kind of his life hack is he keeps a set of kettlebells in his van so that when he takes his daughters to their various lessons and practices, he has his equipment ready. So while he's waiting, instead of sitting in his car on his phone, he's out doing kettlebell swings and other awesome exercises, which I just love. So enough of me chatting. Let's jump right into the interview. Hi, Joe. How are you? Doing, doing well. Doing well. Good. Okay. So on today's show, I have Joe Chumley on, and I invited him on the show to talk about his fitness journey. But more than that, and if any of you know me or have been listening to the show for a bit, you know that I always want to see how fitness can improve our overall life. So Joe is a wonderful example of how fitness can help transform your life. He was already a highly successful individual as an entrepreneur, a father of four beautiful girls, and he is just doing some amazing things in the world. I know that in his free time, he is a volunteer pastor. Is that right, Joe? Yes. And spends his time serving, you know, in old folks' homes, doing that. And I'm sure other things that he could speak to if he would like. But I'm having him on the show today because I want him to share. One, we'll start with your fitness journey and just kind of your background, Joe. And then I want you to discuss more of the nitty gritties of your current training. And then we'll just kind of go from there. So do you want to just maybe just give us a quick introduction of, of who you are and your fitness journey? Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, Joe Chumley, I'm uh, 37, going to be turning 38 here this, uh, this May, as you mentioned, Janae, I have uh, four beautiful daughters, uh, happily married to my wife, Lindsay for the past 12 years. And, uh, to kind of go into my fitness journey, um, you could imagine that being in the construction industry for, you know, a couple, almost a couple decades now, you end up getting the bumps and bruises and just poor, I guess you could say, you know, motor patterns with movement and the the classic carpenter complaint is having a sore low back because everything is being directed to your low back. You're improperly lifting, moving ladders around equipment. Oh, and by the way, never warming up. I mean, it could be the dead of winter and you would go to your bed of the pickup truck and grab a you know 100 pound compressor <laughs> just cold and you know be a man and and you know do that sort of thing and so it was uh, I was I remember I was 32 and it was the day before I left on a short-term missions trip to do construction work in Mexico I had never had this happen before to me but we were doing a remodel project and I bent down to pick up the smallest cabinet. I, I feel somewhat ashamed as a man to say that this cabinet was, think of a spice rack cabinet, like a nine inch cabinet. And I just bent down, didn't do any stretching, no warm up, like I'd always been doing. And I picked the thing up and I felt a pop in my back and then a searing pain. And mm. I couldn't move. I actually had to delay my flight. I was laying in my bed oh my goodness i it was so bad and it was snowing the next morning to get to sea airport from puyallup 
mm-hmm. I had to take my bags, hustle through the airport, and I was running, <laughs> I think, what would look like Woody and Toy Story. <laughs> so stiff in my upper back. And so that was kind of the start of it, yeah. where I was kind of in the thought that we always hear is, oh, you're getting old. And that's mm. what we use society. Oh, it's just, yes. Old, it's just old. normal, old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old right. and you're 32. 32 is not yeah, old. Yeah. But right. But to <sighs> a 32 year old, you know, cause you're not yeah. 22 anymore. Sure. You're not 15 anymore. Yeah. And perhaps there's folks that will be listening to this that are in their twenties or perhaps they're in their fifties, sixties, seventies. And I'll, I'll reiterate this again later on, but your mobility, your fitness, your overall health has nothing to do with your age. Yes, things slowly break down. Of course, we as we age, things change sure. with that. But I think that we can use that as an excuse and a crutch to mm-hmm. find a way to say, well, I just won't ever be the best version of myself. I'll just, mm-hmm. this is just my existence. And so that's, that's, I'm going to say a negative thought. I'm going to say that that's just a bad belief about fitness and health. And I think that here's just a kind of a tangent, you know, both of the grandfather, both of my grandfathers, my mother's dad died at age 65. My father's dad died at age 58. My, my father's dad took horrible care of himself. We're talking you know, smoked his pipe, his tobacco pipe. He mm-hmm. ate fast food constantly, never any portion control um, and mm-hmm. just poor health. And so he ended up, you know, having strokes and then he ended up with pancreatic cancer. And so going back to the 32 year old back spasm and then having old shoulder injuries with neck spasms and things over the years, that thought in my mind, when are you going to start taking care of yourself? Because something's got to change or this is going to get a whole heck of a lot worse. Yeah. And um, so then fast forward, you know, a number of years, then 2020 hits. I had a really hard time in the business in 2019. <clears throat> had a downsize from 16 employees down to four. Oh, wow. That's that hard. was that was probably one of the most excruciating um how do I put that disappointing failures in the business? Because yeah. I, I just hit a wall um, yeah. emotionally, spiritually, mentally, everything financially. Mm-hmm. And, and as people, we don't like to talk about our failures, but what's nice is that my story is about failing your way to success, which is a lot yeah. about fit. You have to be willing to try, try weight that challenges you mm-hmm. that to, a point of failure and then you have to yeah. drop the weight down and you're like gosh I thought I was stronger than that mm-hmm. well you know what maybe you're not right now but you can be yes. if you continue to go down that path of mm-hmm. being uncomfortable and growth yeah yes that that un- being uncomfortable oh and you excel at that Joe and that's why yep. I admire what you have done with your business and I will say this is not a show about Joe's business but Joe is a self-made man. He has had his own business for how long have you had your own business, Joe? So I started really, I mean, if you're going to call it official business, you know, recognized by the state of Washington, it would be 2011. However, it essentially started, I would say probably 2008 during like the housing crash, which was 
a phenomenal time to start doing construction. But oh my goodness, yeah. But if you're a and you're willing to put the work in, you, you cannot allow outside circumstances to just determine everything in your life. And so, yeah. So I mean, think about that. That's pretty much 15 years of independent. You know, I guess you could say sole proprietor. Let, let me let me share a story real quick. Yeah. This is again, it's fitness has so many parallels to overall life. For sure. I had a mentor, Bob Scott. And, uh, you know, so I was laid off from my job in 2008. And he said, okay, if you don't have anything to do and you're feeling, and I was so down, I was just feeling depressed and low. He says, make a list, put down all the names of homeowners you work for. So I did that. He says, call all of them see if they need anything. And that's how I got started. I started landing jobs that way. And I remember one time I wrote a bid. It was for $1,500. Now, $1,500 is a lot. But I remember back then, $1,500 was a massive amount. And I'll, I'll tie it into fitness here. Just give me a minute. <laughs> sure. so I wrote out this bid. I had no money. I had no computer. I literally had like a little notepad. And I wrote down the labor materials, $1,500. And I remember handing it to this gentleman. It was there in Fircrest, a little town by, by Tacoma. And my hands were shaking. <laughs> and the guy looked at it, glanced at it. He says, yep, sounds good to me. And the feel of exhilaration. And yes, I can do this. And it was almost like I was hooked at that point in time. Yeah. You have to start small. Because mm -hmm. if you are comparing yourself to everybody else, that has yeah. been doing fitness for decades. That is unfair to yourself. That's mm -hmm. not realistic. And now I go into people's homes because we specialize in structural and foundation repair. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I talk with the homeowners about, and this is something you need to ask yourself with your fitness journey too. What is your expectation? And folks will look at me thinking, well, I've never had anybody ask me that. Well, ma'am, your house was built in 1942, and maybe the person that's listening to this may have been born in 1942 as a parallel here. I asked them, so you know the house is four inches out of level. It has cracks throughout the foundation. Your plaster is falling off the walls. I can try to rectify this. Excuse me. <laughs> but the reality of it is, is that would not be a healthy expectation because I will destroy the house trying to bring it back to its original form. Mm. And so they look at me and they're like, that makes sense. So perhaps you are in your 60s, your 70s, your 80s. You cannot expect yourself to move right out of the gate like you were 15 years old again. Yeah, You can't expect yourself to have the stamina at age 48 like you did when you were 18. Mm -hmm. Things have changed, but that doesn't mean that you can't be in a much better position that your structure can't improve, your posture mm -hmm. can't improve. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I failed to mention this, but Joe, I have known Joe since we were in high school and he is become he has become a part of our family. And, yes. um, and so I do know Joe, he's not just someone that I've known for a little bit. I've known him for a long time. And mm -hmm. so what he is talking about 
again, I feel all of these life lessons that he has learned, I think are even more valuable because Joe has experienced a lot of hardship, especially growing up. Do you want to briefly touch, I know you're sharing your fitness journey, but you shared with me a little bit, like you've had, you've had a rocky past with like your dad and, um, you know, how has that just relationship dynamics and your childhood and your upbringing kind of bring us up to speed with, you know, how that ties into your fitness journey. So fitness has a lot to do about mental strength and mental toughness. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in, in our society today, we are coddled, we are soft, we we shrink back from the hard things in life. And especially situations that are yeah, I'll say it, are, are, are like bone crunching. And to kind of pull into what you're saying about my, my family and things, family is tough because relationships are tough. Yeah. And that goes for marriage. That goes for, you know, brother, sister, mom, dad, whatever. And so growing up in a home that was very broken, grandparents divorced on both sides, parents divorced, mom divorced again. I mean, in, in all in the span of, let's see from all in the span of seven years, by the way. So just this, think about, okay, we're taking it back to a foundation talk. Yeah. (laughs) Foundation as a person that's trying to be developed and you're trying to grow Mm -hmm. crumbling underneath you and crumbling. And so as trying to find stepping stones to have reliability and they're just disappearing from underneath you. So I had a lot of low self-esteem a lot of low self-confidence did not have any relationship with God. That wasn't even a part of my family conversations at Mm. all. But then you don't have a faith structure to rely on like Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of floating out in this space. And I didn't really come into that type of, you know, changing change in that area until, you know, my, my mid to late teens. But uh, you know, my dad and I, we ended up in a, a physical confrontation uh, that was basically an incident where I was tackled down my my stairs and and landed on my back. My 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 father landed on top of me, and, and basically I was driven into the concrete floor below. And uh, mind you, uh, your brother Nathan, our, our senior or my senior year, he's a year younger. You know, suffered a, a very severely torn AC joint in my right shoulder just let's say six months before this event happened Mm -hmm. and then I ended up getting tackled down and injuring my left shoulder and at the time I didn't realize that I had a torn labrum on my left shoulder Mm. and but it hurt and it was a dull ache and from that day just a few months before I graduated until let's say two years ago I didn't realize how much I coddled that and how much Mm. I hid that injury Mm. I, I didn't realize how much I had compromised that side of my body. Janae, wow. I'm not the first time I got down to the gym I go to move more often in Puyallup. Yeah. yeah. He was like, okay, let's take these small little baby kettlebells. We're talking mm-hmm. eight, 10, 12 pounders, little baby mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and start doing overhead alternating presses. Mm-hmm. And I found that left shoulder would get bound up and then my my elbow would flare out and I couldn't keep a straight line. And I'm thinking, man. I always knew it was tough, but I would find I would do things in construction much more dominant on my right hand side because I'm right-handed and Mm -hmm. I would just kind of 
I won't say avoid using my left arm, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, my body wasn't nearly as even as what it is now being yeah. on this fit the last like two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So I, I, I appreciate you sharing, um, that difficult moment between you and your dad. Things are better now though, right? Uh, With you and your yeah. dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think that's an important thing to point out too, is just with fitness, maybe you're in a rut, maybe you are really yeah. out of shape. There's yes. always hope. There's always room for improvement. And that goes for our relationships that goes for yeah. our careers. And that's again, like what you're talking about. There are so many parallels. There's so many real life applications to your fitness journey and your life journey. So do you want to continue speaking to that Joe? And yeah. we have about, we have about 10 more minutes. So if you want to just totally. walk us through what you'd like to talk about with your fitness journey and, and as it applies, and you can even share some of the training that you do at your gym and, and just give us an idea of what you're doing there. Yep. Yeah. So then so then Nick, you're, you're mentioning like that reconciliation and kind of working through those, those old injuries. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I've, I've had those old injuries. Shoulders are hard to work with when they're not working properly. But I found that as we were doing a lot more kettlebell movements, which is a predominant part of the gym that I go to, uh, specifically halos, alternating halos, wrapping around your head with a you know light to medium weight kettlebell. All of a sudden, my trainer starts speaking, Mike, Michael Morris starts saying, okay, we need to talk about blood flow and getting blood in these joints and blood in these shoulders and really mm-hmm. loosening up stuff. And he's like, we have to release the fascia that's around that joint mm-hmm. because you experience traumatic events in your shoulders and you're holding all that stuff all these years. Uh, yeah, It's like kinks in a hose is what he described it like. Uh-huh. And so doing, doing that sort of stuff, specifically mobility. So we do a lot of yeah, kettlebell movements, a ton of animal flow, which has been tremendously fun and challenging. I mean, it's just a lot of groundwork, different movements, TRX bands. We do cardio kickboxing. T- TRX, um, I just want to interject if people don't know what TRX is, they are bands that you can attach to like a door or um, a doorway and a lot of in gyms, they just go on a bar, but it's kind of like uh, an Olympic bar, like the rings, Olympic rings, except they are handles. So there's so many different ways to train with them. It's a lot of fun. I just wanted to interject. Some people are like, what is TRX? I have no idea that go ahead, keep going. And yeah, no, that's a good thing too. And what I'd say is predominantly what we use these for, at least at the gym I go to is typically starting the warm up. So okay. really getting going a lot of and if if your listener kind of looks into the trx system there's movements that are called eyes y's or oh. eyes y e's so uh-huh. really getting for me my shoulders working going and, and sure. blood flow uh, the cardio with that is insane you can do the most insane core exercises yes too. you can you really can um you know a goal of mine is i'm continuing to work towards a single leg pistol squat like unassisted and that's a really good one because you can yes. lightly hold and work your way into that. Um, t- tying in a little bit to this gym and, and what we do there too, I'll, I'll kind of reiterate some things that my trainer speaks about. You have to be willing to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Right. You'll see 
people that will excel in the gym because they're willing to look foolish. I, I mean, I do things, new movements that I don't even know what I'm looking like. And then I do it once or twice. I'm like, okay, that feels off. And then you correct it over time and you get better, but you have to be willing to look like a fool to get yeah. good at something. Yeah. And, and repetitions obviously help your form and those types of things. Engagement, absolutely focusing on your glutes, your abdomens, your lats, and realizing that's, that's more of your core than just your, your, your abs. Right. Um, you know, and, and keeping everything, he, he always say, we're doing these kettlebell cleans or swings. And he says, you got to go from tight to tighter. Mm -hmm. And at first I'm like, what is this guy talking about? But realizing that as your body's fatiguing, you have to continue staying in that uncomfortable, engaged state yeah. to avoid injury. And that's a huge thing is just stabilizing everything. Yes. It sounds like you have a very good trainer. He is very good. And when, when you first start with him and probably a number of different trainers, it can be intimidating mm -hmm. and they, and they're correcting you a lot mm -hmm. and you, you're learning this new language and you don't know the, the names of these movements. You don't know which weights to pick up because you're just learning your body again. Mm -hmm. And then when he says, now I want you to pick something up. Now, this is after months and months of training, but he says this, now I need you to pick something up that scares you and you're looking at him. And you're thinking, oh, well, I'm going to hurt him. You know, I'm going to hurt myself. And he reiterates, reiterates, no, I need you to pick up a weight that is intimidating to you because you have a belief that you can't do it. And let's start working with that. Let's get him comfortable. Always focusing on engagement, form over everything. Let's not lift this at all costs and, and injure ourselves, but continually to push into that uncomfortable zone of Quite frankly, it's work and it's effort. And you're never going to get to your fitness goals that you really want to achieve without disciplined, habitual effort. It doesn't sound sexy. It doesn't sound fun. But honestly, that's just the truth. Joe, you need to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. I love what you're talking about because you're preaching to the choir here. And I hope that our listeners, you know, if you're interested at all in fitness, um, that you can realize, okay, fitness is for me. That's kind of my big message is that fitness is for everyone. Cause it can seem really intimidating and okay. Yeah. Maybe you're not going to be a power lifter like Brie, I interviewed right. her a while back. Maybe you're not going to be a power lifter, but I want you to find something that challenges you. And Joe's found yeah. this amazing gym where they work on kettlebells and TRX and the training style is rigorous. Yes. But the principles are the same where you have the repetition, you are being challenged. And so the workout, the training can look different from gym to gym or trainer to trainer, but the principle remains the same. And if you have a really good trainer, they'll individualize your training based on what you, you want that outcome to be, but you need to know what you want. So what is it that you want, Joe, for the, for the rest, the second half of your life, you're not quite middle-aged. Yes. But what is moving forward as you kind of have this new lease on life that fitness has given you kind of a new lease on life where you you're seeing things in a, in a better light, what, what would you like to have happen? I know that's a really big question. No, but... that's good. That's so good. And I think that that's what, well, that is a perfect question that the listener to this podcast needs to be asking themselves too. What do I want to look like? 
what do I want to be like? Who do I want to become? Because I, I want the person that's going to be listening to these people that are going to be listening to this podcast to think or understand this. I did not grow up in a disciplined household. I didn't grow up in a house that was make your bed, all your shirts hang this certain direction, like this military perfect, you know, creased slacks, this whole like, you know, mm-hmm. disciplined lifestyle. I, that is not my story. My story mm-hmm. is I got to 35 years old, realized I had to make a change for the betterment of my future and then became a disciplined person. Mm-hmm. So what I and what I'm hoping for for the future is continual improvement in my overall mental, physical, spiritual health. My wife is now starting to work out with me occasionally. My children watch and work out with me. My employees are noticing a change in just my overall, basically, performance as a boss, as an employer. My business is doing astoundingly better now with this fitness thing because it's a pressure release valve. I'm a less stressed and anxious person person because of that or at least a portion of that. And so I would say for for my future I'm just hoping for a continued disciplined effort of choosing to be healthy and making more healthy choices with regards to how I'm eating. What's my sleep like? How am I staying hydrated? How am I focusing on making sure that my mobility is staying high and flexibility is continuing to improve. My my hope, Janae, is that at age 70, I'm actually moving better than I am even right now here approaching age 40, which sounds like a big ask, but I literally will, will go on Instagram and I track down the people that are fit over 50, fit over 60. You see 80 year olds running sprints in these like amazing times and and I saw a man fall down after the race. He's 83 years old. And he sprung up to his feet as if he was a 25-year-old man. And I thought, okay, so it is possible. Why don't I start mimicking and modeling my behaviors and my belief system to what these folks are doing? Because if that's the way, then why don't I just go that way? Yeah, I love I love that. I actually watched a YouTube video of this 90, I think she was 91 year old, a 91 year old Japanese lady who she looks I I couldn't guess her age. Honestly, she was just you could see her muscle tone. She was doing all sorts of, you know, yoga poses and different gymnastic moves and And, and, and really that's a testament to how you can age really gracefully. I don't believe in continuing to try to act like you're a 15 year old, right? you know, or just get plastic surgery and Botox into perpetuity. (laughs) I mean, if that's your thing, that that's fine. But I guess what I'm saying is we will get wrinkles. The aging process is part of life, but I think you can age really, really gracefully. And the fountain of youth absolutely is the resistance training and that cardiovascular training that you are doing in your gym. So 100%. we have a couple, just the last two, two, three minutes here, Joe, I want to end with you just sharing uh, any tips or um, advice for an individual who is wanting to start their fitness journey? Like with anything. Okay. So, you know, Janae, you have children. I have children. We have a a seven month old. She's really close to crawling. You have to crawl before you walk. 
you have to walk before you sprint. And that's just the process and the order of life. And so even with your fitness journey, yes, you may feel really motivated right now. And you see these, this, this idea in your mind is who you want to look like or become, but it's got to start small first. And so if it's not working out seven days a week, and I'm, I'm being extreme here, but you know, two, twice a day, seven days a week, well then let's start off with one 15 minute routine, three days a week, and then build it up to 20 minutes and then a half hour. And then now we incorporate a fourth day, build yourself up to that point. And Janae, I'm sure you've seen probably some of my little Instagram reels where I'm doing, I'm doing workouts. I will put his Instagram handle in the show notes so you can check him out. He's always doing these amazing little workouts. They're so inspiring because he does it like he does. You do them in like random places, like behind Rite Aid and just wherever. And I love it. So my daughters, uh, just real quick, my daughters do Taekwondo a few days, a few nights a week. And as I started talking with my trainer, he's like, okay, if you want to kind of take the next step, you need to incorporate some more cardio work. So he says that doesn't have to be just walking on a boring treadmill. Yeah. You can incorporate weight resistance training into these, uh-huh. you know, so I drop my kids off and most of the time, Janae, to be real with you and to the listener that's listening to this, ask yourself, how often do you sit during your day? How often do you go to the couch and sit down? How often do you go to your children's things that they're running around being active, but yeah. mom and dad are alone being dormant. And so yeah. I just decided one day, I'm done. I'm done of doing what everybody else does because this is not for me anymore. And I put a few kettlebells in the back of my my wife's van. I find random parking spots around their the the strip mall kind of thing. Like you mentioned, backside of Rite Aid. I've been the backside of Albertsons. Uh, just random parking lot stalls. And yeah, people do look at me kind of odd every now and then. But at, let me reiterate this. It shouldn't matter if you're looking like a fool, if you are growing and getting better for yourself, who cares what anybody else thinks or says. And 100%, honestly, 100%. it's been it's so fun and just enjoyable. And I just share that stuff on my, my Instagram reels because I want to show the world and my friends and family specifically. If you're finding an excuse, I'm trying to remove every excuse you can, because if I'm getting it done in Albertson's parking lot, like, what excuse do you have? Like, yes. And and you are an individual who does not have a lot of quote spare time on your hands and you're making no. it work. Amen, right. sister. Well, Joe, I have so enjoyed our conversation. Obviously we could talk and talk and talk, but I hope um, you, I just wish you all the best with your family. You have such a beautiful family. I am so happy for the the journey that you are on and please keep preaching, keep sharing on Instagram, keep setting that example and being that light because it's not just about fitness. It is about your faith, which we didn't really talk a lot about, but it shines through. And I just love you, man. I appreciate our time together and we got to wrap it up, but joining me today. Absolutely. You have a good one, Janae, and and, uh, a pleasure as always. You take care, okay? Okay. We'll talk to you later. Bye, Joe. Bye-bye. All right. That's it for today's show. Big thank you to Joe for taking time out of his busy schedule to share some insights. Hope you were inspired and learned something helpful. 
If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, as well as sharing the show with a friend or on social media. It helps others learn about the show, and I really appreciate your kindness in taking the time to do so. Next week, I'll be back with another episode. In the meantime, keep moving, keep working on those goals, and remember, you are worth it, Mama. Mama.